Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Socially Distant, where I am officially getting cucked by the IRS. I'm your host, Alex Weber. Joining me, as always, is my great friend and co-host, Pendleton J. Snodgrass. Very nice to meet you today. Now, you might be wondering and asking yourself, well, what, what type of a name is Pendleton J. Snodgrass? Well, let, let me tell you, that was my father's name, and his father's name and the father before him's name. Pendleton Snodgrass is a uh, is a really widely rooted name in American pencil manufacturing. You see, back in 1784, after the country was first made one, my my great 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 grandfather Elias J. Uh, Snodgrass founded the Dixon Pencil Manufacturing Company. Now. As I have told you before, I am not of any other country. I am of America. I just sound like this because I have money. So, when my father, when I was a young boy, my father took me aside. I was around two and a half. And he took me aside after a full day of hunting. And he said, son, this is a pencil. And he handed me just this, this simple, I still have the original pencil, this simple Dixon Ticonderoga number two, soft. This pencil has been in our family for generations, never used, okay, never used. And I looked at it and I said, I probably didn't say anything, I was two and a half at the time. It wasn't until I was four when I started speaking full sentences and uh, criticizing and summarizing Proust. Um, that I went to my father and I said, Father, this is a pencil. Why would you give me a pencil and tell me not to use it? And my, my father looked at me and he said, Son, that pencil will solve every problem that you will ever come across. Now, years later, he introduced me to the Dixon Ticonderoga Black, which is uh, far superior to all of the other pencils. Uh, it is softer. It is rounder. It is nicely to be used. Now, why do I talk so much about the black pencils? Well, I feel they don't get as much credit in today's society as they should. Um, I do prefer a full month dedicated to uh, the black dicks in Ticonderoga, or the black dicks, as I say, um, and really studying and caring after them. So, But I, I digress. Back to my original point. My, I, I questioned my father, and I said, um, Father, why do we make pencils and why do we want to uh talk about pencils and why do you want to make them and my father looked at me and he said is it gonna okay is the pencils are okay and they help the country harm you see my, my father he he denounced money at a very young age and uh he went and married a uh, a a poor woman uh by the name of cassandra now, uh, yes, uh, Chestington or Pendleton, I forget my own name sometimes, but he went and he denounced money, that's why he does not have the same accent anymore. Well, he, he cannot have the same accent anymore, for he is dead, um, and, uh, lying beneath the ground. Sometimes I go visit him on long, uh, autumn days where the, the night starts a little earlier and twilight happens around 3.30, 4pm. And I sit at my father's grave, and I spit on it. And now, you may ask yourself, why would you spit on your father's grave? Well, the story is, I never wanted to be a pencil man. Pencils are, 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 are not well received by all. If I make a mistake, I'd like to just cross it out and l live with it. So, I, I denounced pencils, and I went changed uh, to pens. Now, I would go into towns where my my family business was king. These were people that have never really seen a black pencil in their life, um, pretty much in the, the upper Midwest of the nation. And they, they, they first took a little, they were a little weary of pens. Granted, pens are a fairly new invention and in not a, 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 a thousands of years old tradition that was uh, steeped in both... Uh, classic retellings and uh, further down. So they were a little hesitant about pens, but I, I assured them that pens and pencils are 
They all serve the same duty. You just, with pens, you, you show everyone your mistakes, rather than, uh, oh, I hate using the term erasing, um, but, uh, disapparating the old, um, thoughts that you had. So, yes, that is, that is a little bit about myself, Pendleton J. Snodgrass, um, the sixth. So, uh, yes, do you have any questions for me? I bet you do. I, I do. Well, thank you for such the, um, elaborate backstory. That was really fascinating, Mr. Snodgrass. Um... So are you are you familiar with with the uh, the program here tonight? Oh no. Okay. Um, so this is this is a podcast. Um, what is this? What is a podcast? Are, are you are you telling me that uh, a bunch of uh, peas are are starring in an off Broadway production of Annie? No, not not quite, Mister Snodgrass. Um, a podcast is pretty much you get, you know, maybe two, two or more people. And um, I see, I see. They yeah. they sit in a room. Or, I mean, in our case, because we can't be in the same room, we um, we record Pendleton? it live. We record it Pendleton, live. Pendleton, are, are you are you over at the mic right now? I don't I don't need this, man. Uh, I really don't uh, need this. Why why do you think it's it's okay to come and destroy my podcasts? But I I'm just talking to this nice man in the screen. His head looks like an uncircumcised penis. Pendleton, Pendleton, can you please leave? I don't know why you're in my house. You gave me the key. Yes, but I, I, you don't need a key anymore. Pendleton, go away. Fine, I'll leave. I don't need you anyway. Guys, oh man, this is Richie. Thank uh, God I got Pendleton out of here, man. Yeah, who? Why is that man in your house, Richie? I, I don't know. Uh, he's not a person that I, I like. I don't know why I gave him a key in the first place. I must have been on some type of is, acid. Is he like a like a family friend or a acquaintance? Oh, or? God, no! My family does not like any of my friends. So he so he's your friend. No. And yet he just has a key to your house. Yes. Okay. I must have forgot I gave it to him when we were on those month long benders in Afghanistan. Yeah, that was. I mean, he. He had a pretty interesting backstory. Is that all? Is that all his real life? That was. Uh, uh, is he talking about pencils again? Yeah. And Dude, disregard father. that whole thing. That's all a lie. This guy, he's just like one of those random like drug guys that just kind of sells drugs to people. Oh, he's kind of a drifter. Transient. Yeah, he's just kind of a drifter. He likes to. He, he. He. Yeah. He was. Um. He got snubbed by, uh, the SAG Awards twice. Uh, so he just kind of said fuck it and went his own way. Okay. Well. I mean that was definitely interesting. That was, I, I was kind of hoping that that was a uh, his real backstory because I was gonna definitely want to hear his um his input on you know sort of what's going on in the world. But I mean if he's just you do not want to hear that, my friend. If he's just a, just just dicking around, then fuck him. Um, I mean, so how was your day? <laughs> yeah, my day was pretty good. <laughs> my day was pretty good. Um, really, really didn't do much. I. Uh, had my my Zoom call with my fellow furloughed folks, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's about it. I, I really did almost literally nothing today, which was um, which was needed. Mm-hmm. How, about, how about you? What about, what, how was your day? Uh, pretty good. I woke up. I worked. I made dinner. Um, now I'm here. Nice. What'd you have for dinner? <clears throat> I made a linguiça sandwich. Ooh. Very had, Portuguese of me. I had some Easter leftovers that I threw together on a sandwich. It was very, very, very. Ooh, good. hell yeah! We actually took my dad took our Easter leftovers, like our ham and stuff, and actually made a quiche. Ooh, that's fancy. Yes, very, very fancy indeed. I'm gonna call him Jimmy Quiche from now on. Jimmy Quiche. Hey, Jimmy Quiche. Eh? Hey, Jimmy Quiche. Hey, here. yo. Jimmy, Jimmy the Quiche. My father was my father was Tommy Quiche. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Keish, he was he was a good fella, you know what I mean? He he used to sit on the stoop all day, and he used to yell, "Hey, Polly, get 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 out of there with the Keish!" So they named him Timmy Keish, and I had to live up to my father's legacy. How about how about your mother Marie Keish? Oh, Marie Keish, she's a hot piece of ass. That Marie Keish, I tell you what. Yeah, I uh, I I uh, yeah, my wife, uh, his wife, my mother, uh, he met. Marie Quiche in Marrakesh. Could you, oh, could you, could believe, you believe that? that? 
Hey, what, that are, the, was what are the chances, man? Incredible. <laughs> Last week I killed Tony Cannoli. Oh, that Tony Cannoli is a cocksucking motherfucker. He, he's 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 a guy that you look at him and you think the the devil's in him. Yeah. You know who so I ran into? You, you know who you know I ran I mean? into the other day? What'd you run into? I ran into Donnie Gabagool. Do oh shit, yeah. dude. How's he doing? Is he uh, okay? Yeah, Is he you a know, good he's, guy? He's doing okay. He's, uh, you know, ever since his mom died, he's not doing too well. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, I know. I've been. I heard that he he hasn't been able to pleasure his wife well recently. Also, yeah, you know, that's <clears throat> it happens sometimes. But hey, his cousin, man. his cummy, his cousin Timmy Prejou. Oh, he's doing great. He owns. Oh, he, owns he owns the. Uh, he owns the grocery store down on uh, on Everett and Twenty Third. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Oh, they're doing. They're, they're making a killing. You know. Uh, yeah. What about, uh, what about, uh, what about Ravioli Jim? Eh, that guy's a bit of a fucking bitch. He is, yeah. A yeah ever since never, that botched operation, him. it didn't really work well, huh? I mean, like, who has a, a food as a first name, you know? Ravioli. Exactly. Who, who walks Get around the... going, I saw Cousin Vinny, did you? Like, yeah, all the time. Like, that was his personality, was just watching my Cousin Vinny. It's I fucking know. Ralph Macchio. We get it. You're from Long Island. God damn. We get it. You jerk off to Marissa Tomei like every one of us does. <laughs> Jesus Christ, hey. man. Did you see her in Spider-Man Far From Home? Oh, my God, dude. That was the seventh time I was asked to leave the theater. Oh, what was the previous It was bad. Six? Yeah, it was bad. I almost felt like Pee Wee Herman. Oh, jeez. I, I remember him. I remember going to the clubs with him back in the 90s. Dude, do you you remember Johnny Galamad? Oh, dude! Oh, do I ever? Do I ever? Johnny Galamad fucked my ex girlfriend <laughs> after I did it. Could you imagine that? Could you, you imagine you, that? You left a little olive oil up in her up in her for him to find. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know it. Us us gangsters, we don't use condoms. We 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 butcher a lamb. You take and cook the, it. You take and use the intestines. The yeah, yeah. No, the intestines. We use the skin, the lamb skin. Oh yeah. And we go, we go right at it. But ever, ever since I had that really bad reaction, I never use a condom anymore. I just, I just stick my penongle into the microwave on for 15 seconds on high, and then I'm ready to go to town. You know, it just kills all those little guys in there. <laughs> nice. Know, I mean, yeah. hey, if it worked in Japan, it works for works for down there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, dude. Oh, you cannot joke about that shit with me right now, man. Why? Why? You're from the Bronx. Come on. You're not from... Yeah. Don't fucking rag on the Bronx, man. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Even though I'm a Brooklyn guy myself, you know. We, <laughs> we can parlay a little bit, you know. Yeah, that's right. You got you got Brooklyn. I got Queens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um... What, just, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> He's in a fugue state. <laughs> He's in a fugue state. Dude, we just wasted about 15 minutes doing this shit. He's in a fugue state. He's in a fugue state. That was good, though. That was <laughs> I, really I, fun. I thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> Me too. I, I really enjoyed that. Especially because you're like, all right, just I have an idea. I'm just going to roll with it, and then we'll get into the show. And I'm like, all right, what's, what's it going to be? And then... Fucking Snodgrass came in. Pendleton J. Snodgrass. <laughs> and then and then we had... What was my guy's name? The original name that I had? Ah, uh, dude, I don't know. Let's just call it Guinea Talk. With, uh, with <laughs> Weber and Richie. <laughs> <laughs> On today's episode of Guinea Talk. <laughs> Guinea? Oh my god, dude. Jesus, you throw out the slurs like there's nothing dude, to them, you, right? Dude, you can call Italians guineas. They embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a comedian who was talking about that. He's like, he stopped the Italian guy and went, "Hey, you fucking guinea!" <laughs> and then he just walked. And then he turned around. And was like, "Yeah, what's up? That's me." <laughs> See, exactly. So, how was your day? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, we it, talked it, about our days. Fuck wait, it. Um, Move on. What else? So, I heard you. Uh, you were able to set up your direct deposit with the IRS. Yeah, to get my stimulus check. So I don't know when that will be coming in, but yeah. Yeah, I uh, wish I could say the same, but. So, I went on to the IRS website, which, yep. as we know, government websites are the forefront of technological evolution. Yep. Um, and this just launched today, I believe. So, mm -hmm. y you would expect some some blips in the system, you know? Yeah. Um, 
But so I go on and I had to enter like my social security number, which is uh, 617-383-867-5309. So put that in like birthday, address, name, all that whatnot. And Mm. I got kicked back with, um, I forgot what it said. It basically just said, hey, uh, we can't get information on your eligibility for this. And um, I'm not super thrilled about that. But as it turns out, I guess that's happening to a lot of people who are trying to do it. Um, Really? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of went in and it just kind of worked for me, so. Yeah. You were the lucky, lucky dog. Um, so yeah, the, the IRS is cucking me really, really hard right now, and I'm, I'm not about it. Um, yeah, payment status not available. According to the information that we have on file, we cannot determine your eligibility for a payment at this time. That's stupid. And then it says, for more information on the eligibility rules, see our frequently asked questions page. And then it has nothing to do with the payment status not available. Um... Which is ridiculous, because I've been paying taxes for, uh, or, like, I've been filling out my taxes for years. Yep. And I, like, I I got my tax return direct deposited, you know, two months mm-hmm. ago or a month and a half ago. So, um, I don't know what's going to happen. I've been checking it, checking it a lot. And then, um, I think I might have mentioned my company gives everyone who's furloughed a stipend. Mm-hmm. Just as sort of like a, sorry, we had to do this. I believe. Yep. Um, so they buying us out, you know, just like they bought out the Bronx. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember when they bought out Queens. Um, so fucking Walmart, fuck them. <laughs> Those big box motherfuckers. Those big box motherfuckers. Fuck you, Amazon Prime and Netflix. Jeff, I miss Blockbuster. Jeff Bezos, you bald meatball son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff um, Bezos, you fucking cuck. If you were Jeff Bezos, then maybe we could fucking talk, but Jeff Bezos, what is this? Dude, not... I miss de Blasio. <laughs> I miss fucking de Blasio, man. I just like how that came out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> I miss de Blasio. Um, Dude, so... I miss fucking Bloomberg. Oh, yeah, Bloom. Biggie Bloom, as we call him. No, I miss... Oh. I miss Ed Koch. Ed Koch. Ed Koch. Ed Koch. Ed Koch. So, um, I checked my banking out this morning because I was told I was going to get paid for my last week of work uh, mm-hmm. today and then get the stipend by Friday. So, yep. I got the stipend money, mm-hmm. but I did not see my partial paycheck. Mm. And so, naturally, and this is disregarding of the previous jokes we've just been making for the past 10 minutes I go yep. what the fuck you know is really yep. is really lay it on thick um, mm-hmm. what the fuck guys so I had to email some people and I was like hey so um, yeah I, I was supposed to get paid for like my last week of work and that didn't happen so mm-hmm. y'all want to tell me what's up and I no doubt that our finance department is Probably neck deep in uh, just really liquidy shit right now. Yep. So they're working on that. And then I also have two invoices that I need to get paid. So I'm trying to get that trying to get that guap. <laughs> the wop trying to get his guap. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Wow. Oh, I really set you up for that one, huh? Dude, hey, if you can say guinea, I can say wop. Again, you you can't be racist toward the Italians. <laughs> this guy asked if I knew any doo-wop, and I said, no, I'm not going to have sex with her. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shitballs. Um, well, I'm sorry you. to our Italian listeners. No, no, they're, they're cool with it. They're cool with it. Yeah, I mean, come on. Look at the Sopranos. Well, if they're cool with it, you know who we could talk about? Make sure my doors are closed. The fucking Puerto Ricans. And no, I'm joking. I'm joking. You guys. Are Holy cool. shit, Richie. Here at Socially Distant, we push the envelope. 
but we push it so far up our own asses. <laughs> Here at Socially Distant, we really push the envelope, and in that envelope is our manifesto, which we're going to read to you over the next ten episodes. <laughs> Yesterday, I was messing with my mom, and I was doing just this very effeminate voice. Yeah. And I, I just said, oh, Jesus Christ, you've got your nose so far up his ass that you can detect if he has colon cancer. Oh, my God. And <laughs> I was like, yeah. I just thought that would be a really funny insult, and I came up with it. I was like, oh, shit. That is a good one. Um, oh, I got a fun question. Sure. What uh, music has been in your head recently? Okay, so I go through some phases. I don't know if I mentioned this to you or someone else, but I hit these phases where I just, like, uh, don't, fucking astrologists. don't really listen to music <laughs> sometimes. Like, I'll just go through, like, a couple weeks where I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I mm-hmm. got nothing, or like, oh, if I'm playing guitar or something or bass, then that's that's different. But, yep, sort of on the reg, it's just kind of like I don't do much. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, recently, I more Grateful Dead's been on my radar, which is good because yep. it's a long road of things that I've never heard before that I get to slowly but surely walk down. Um, oh, yep. But so that's sort of been it. Haven't really listened to much. I I went through like a real. Uh, I really hit the uh, hit the bricks hard with some of the uh, old two thousands pop punk last night. Oh so, shit! You know, every, every once in a while, I just got to kick on some, kick on some of the old tunes and. How many know. tears were shed? Actually, actually none. Believe it or not, which is good. I didn't. I did not listen to May Day Parade, which is which is and, always. And good how much pizza did you eat? Unfortunately, none. Though I have been fucking craving pizza like a son of a bitch. Um, although I did have some last week, but you know. You know, down down over in Brooklyn, you know, at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Dude, hey, don't don't talk about Brooklyn that way. Everyone knows best pizzas in Queens. Oh, you son of a bitch. Who you? Uh, you go fuck Don't you dare talk shit mother. about Mama Fajuli. <laughs> Mama Fajuli is the best fucking pizza maker. She learned that she came from Sicily, dude. Oh, yeah, Sicily. Don't you, fucking you, mess with Sicily, Queens, bro. Queens, what you got? Fucking Kevin James is your king over there? I'm fucking adding fuck bro here. and dude like I'm from fucking Boston. <laughs> the the uh, an Italian guy in Boston. Dude, I was just don't, about to say what Don't about... don't fucking mess with me, bro. <laughs> what Listen the fuck to me, is bro. that, bro? <clears throat> Yo, what the fuck is that, bro? It's if a you just, fucking if you, baby whale. If you roll off the New England on that and push in some like hardcore like New York Italian, that would be hilarious. Oh, just go into like Dude, what the fuck's going on over here, bro? <laughs> I'm over here to fucking uh, the state house, and then and then and then Tommy came in and then and then started talking a little bit about uh, what was going on in Queens, and I don't really know about Queens, but and 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 then my 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 friend from Chicago came in. Oh hey. Now she. Oh wait, that's Canada. <laughs> oh no, hey, Minnesota. Oh Minnesota. You know, oh, I, if you I want me to lay on the Canadian, I can lay on the Canadian all day long, bro. Oh. The, the reason I like California, and as I learned this impression from Fred Armisen, is that you just sound like you're, you, make sure you pronounce every part of the word. <laughs> is California We got real? these great wicker baskets on the front of our hybrid vehicles. That is pretty and good. And that's California. Do you want to hear my, uh... My Tampa, <clears throat> Tampa, Florida impression. Oh, please do your Tampa, Florida. That was me choking on a dick. That's all I can think you, about when I think hear, of Tampa, Florida. Do you want to hear my Tampa impression? Sure. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Oh, it's me, Carol Baskin, shit. here at Big Cat Rescue. Oh, Carol. I still have to watch that uh, that follow-up episode. Maybe we'll it's good. Later. They did a good job with it. Um... I have my work cut out for me, though, because I'm currently going through a vast, vast, vast archive of Snapchat footage to find some funny videos of Richie. For another video I'm making. For another super fun project. And let me tell you, because, like, I, I can't tell which videos have you in them unless I watch them. <laughs> oh, shit. So I just, like, chewed through most of, like, <clears throat> junior in the senior year of, like, just videos. I'm just like, wow, I just fucking relived, like, two years of my life right there. <laughs> right? It's, it's, oh, man. And I've, I've been watching some old videos that I've, that have been sent to me as well from uh, our good friend Gabby Ryman in New York um, from 
uh, sophomore and senior year. So From Long Island. Good old dude. Don't fucking talk trash about Long Island. My buddy Tommy went to Long Island and started talking trash about it, dude. They found his body at the Staten Island dump. Oh, yeah. Do you know how fucked up you have to be in Long Island for your body to be dumped in Staten Island? And by Staten Island dump, I mean Angelina from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> I'm bringing it back, baby. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby. We're bringing it back to Jersey Shore. Once again on social media. Once again. Once again, <laughs> motherfucker. Is, is that my personal hell? I show up and the devil's just like, "Welcome to the Jersey Shore, bitch!" And I'm like, like oh. "No, yeah, like, oh. work the shore ghoul. store, motherfucker!" <laughs> ah, gabagool. <laughs> my name, my name is Vanina Vimicelli. <laughs> what do you yeah, call? What do you? What do you call an Italian ghost? What? A gabagoolie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make that up? Yeah, <laughs> dude, that is great. <laughs> A gabagoolie. I'm, pra- I'm practicing my tight five for when quarantine gets lifted. I can go do open mic comedy. Dude. <laughs> just, you show up and just do, like, really just stupid dad jokes. Yeah. Richie, we should do that. We should just go hit up a bunch of, like, comedy open mics. <laughs> start, we should just... Start a tour. Just start a tour, but just have us just purposely bomb everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that's our comedy is just us bombing. Yeah, that that would actually be really interesting. But the thing is, then everybody would be like, Kaufman did it. Yeah, like, yeah. Now we can't do that. Like, well, sorry. I was going to say, at least we're still alive, but you never know. I think what would be really funny. I just, go up, I just go up and just read my bank statement for 10 minutes. <laughs> and on April 13th, I spent $32 at um, Stop and Shop. And on April 20th, I spent $300 at adamandeve.com. It was originally <laughs> going to be $4,400, but I used promo code DISTANT. That's D-I-S-T-A-N-T. Promo code DISTANT. Two days ago, I spent $2,000 on plastic surgery to make me look more like Pee Wee Herman. Then the next day, I spent $15 for two movie tickets. And then the next day, I had to post One for 13 me, one th- for my... T- and then the next day, I had to post thirteen grand in bail. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what is going we're on? We're really now? just we're really just spitballing it right now. I, I kind of like are, it. I had no too. no agenda. I just wanted to talk about how the IRS doesn't fucking own me anymore. Dude, um, fuck the IRS, yeah. man. A- actually, no, because I'm still waiting on a stimulus package. So, yeah. Uh, IRS, I love you. Why? <laughs> Hey, IRS, if you give me a stimulus package, I'll stimulate your package. And that just means I'll I'll make sure the box is closed before I ship it really well. And, you know, padded packing peanuts. Mm-hmm. Maybe put a little spritz of essential oil in there so it gets some nice aroma. No, this is how you get senses. it ready. This is how you get it ready. One, cut a hole in the box. <laughs> Two. Two. Put uh, your junk in that box. Rip, rip up the box. Three, feed it to your dog. And then y- your dog poops cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> was that the uh, was that the was that the unreleased Beastie Boys song? <laughs> no, that was the porn up theme. No, I meant the uh, the box part. <laughs> Yo, yeah. yeah no, we... this is how we do it. So, the way that uh, that's actually a fun game that we do with our improv group uh, that was brought up by Ben called Beastie Rap, where. We all, everybody says a line yeah. in a rap that rhymes with the next one, uh, or rhymes with the last word. The thing is, everybody also has to yell out the last yeah. word. So it could do like, I woke up this morning and I went to school. <laughs> you, bah, 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 bah. All the teachers said I wasn't cool. And I'm going to do it. It's like, so that's how like beastie rap goes, which I think is fun. That would be really fun with a group of like four people. Oh what's, yeah, what's it's like so what fun. what group size do you usually do that with? Um, right as of right now, we have one, two, three, four, five, six. So mm. as of right now, our team is uh six people, um, Tegan, our host, myself, uh, Ben, Sarah, Nate, um, and Meg if she decides to step in for games or not. But Meg Meg is uh pretty much handles like our all of our administrative stuff. Cool. And mm-hmm. this is actually a good question that I, I can't believe I haven't asked you before. 
So, granted the current status of the world, Mm -hmm. clearly Funny Please can't do their normal operations. How have you, Mm -hmm. what's been like your contingency plan? Like, are you guys like doing stuff on your own and then putting it together and stuff? Or like, what's what's going on in the world of Funny Please? Oh, yeah. So, we've actually been, uh, right now, Tegan and Meg have actually been filming a sketch. Cool. um, That's going to be up as part of the collective NB show and then up on our Facebook so, yeah, we've been doing some stuff from home. At, th- at the very beginning, I had some stuff that I, we had, like, already filmed. Yeah. So I was able to get that up. But, yeah, we've just been taking it one day at a time, checking in with each other, making sure everyone's okay. And that's pretty much all you can do right now. I mean, since we can't get together, um, that's just the hard part. Yeah, I'm I'm so pissed about the timing because when I stepped in on the Funny Please podcast, mm-hmm. uh, that was incredibly awesome that was, super that was fun. so much fun i was like oh i can't wait to do that again like more on the reg and then it's like jk mm-hmm. maybe someday get out of here get out of here boy forget about it we know how can we we never said forget about it that old shtick that we were doing i think we were so into it that we just like took a lot of other italian stereotypes and just threw them out the window we were just like, <laughs> i'm an offensive stereotype <laughs> yeah so I, I can't believe I've never asked you about Funny Police. That's interesting. So glad you guys yeah, are still doing what you can. We're doing okay. Um, I'm looking. I, I definitely have an idea. I want to film more Young Christ yeah, young, stuff young with Christ God, my one. dad. Um, but, but yeah, so stay tuned for some other projects that I got coming out. Uh, they just posted the awesome cover that Weber helped master and everything like that of uh, Touch of Grey. On the Southern New Hampshire University uh, Facebook page, so that was no, great. No, I, I got I got a little official shout out there. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I should be distributing it. I've, I got to figure out how I can distribute it and like not claim royalties, so I can distribute it. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, like how would that work? Because I know like bands have tons of covers that are on like Spotify and stuff. What's like the the protocol? There must be a way where I can be like, please don't, like, make money on it. Yeah. There has to be. Um, and thank you for the album artwork for that, too. Yeah, that was, because awesome. I, I saw that thing by um, JB. He was like, oh, I should get put this on my playlist. And I'm like, you know, if I made album artwork for this and gave Richie the MP3, I'm sure he could just chuck it on there somewhere, so. Oh, yeah, definitely. I got to figure out how to do that. But, yeah, it was fun. I was trying to um, pull the audio into uh, Adobe Audition, which is just, like, audio recording like just audio um, mm-hmm. and because you have a couple little like throat clears there's two in there i do yep um and then there's like a car going by at one point and they have this like it's called spectral audio and it just shows i can't even describe it it just shows a bunch of different like <coughs> factors of this like the track and the sound mm-hmm. and you can like pinpoint certain noises sometimes oh and, wow like, erase them or like put like a shitload of noise reduction on them so it kind of just cancels out just that one part oh wow Um, that's awesome like the video i was watching today there was a it was a guy like talking for an interview and there was a bell ringing in the background like a church bell like a couple times Mm -hmm. and the guy basically took it out almost completely oh Um, wow it wasn't perfect but so i tried doing that with the the throat clear but i was trying to teach myself how to do it and do it at the same time while also trying to like finish it and get it over to you so Mm -hmm. i couldn't figure it out but for future reference, I'll work on it because yep. that would be that would be cool to have, or just one, cool to have the skill. <clears throat> one thing that I'm working on, and I'd love to get you do it on bass and like actually recording a bass part to Ooh, it. Yeah, is um a, uh, an acoustic cover of "How Deep Is Your Love" by the Bee Gees. Ooh, yeah. Uh, which is one of my favorite Bee Gees songs. So yeah, I'd love to do that with you. And and plus, I just want to start recording stuff and send it to you and like add bass and shit. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, backing vocals. Maybe, dude. I, uh, not only... maybe. Do or do not, there is no try. Oh, fuck, you hit me with the, the Yoda quote. Dude, so I have a yoga mat, which I affectionately named the Yoda mat, and it has that quote on it in a picture of Yoda. Wait, really? Which is really cool. Yeah. That's geez, awesome. <laughs> you were there when it when I got it sophomore year, and I had it in our dorm room. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. <clears throat> yeah, you don't remember a lot of sophomore year. Yeah, after after the accident. <laughs> You know, yeah. me, and, me and Tracy Morgan, we really, we really got fucked with that one. Oh, God, dude. Jesus Christ. What? He didn't die. He's doing fine. Speaking of dark humor, there was this, uh, I forget what I was watching, but it looked like a podcast of, like, Bobby Lee, 
Chris D'Elia and Burt Kreischer. And Bobby Lee's like, yeah, my dad used to do this trick. When he would get really drunk, he would uh, beat my mom. Oh, my God. And then just, they all just, <laughs> Burt Kreischer just can't help it. And he just starts laughing hysterically. And I'm like, dude, stop. Yeah, that, that's, that sounds interesting, but not entirely entertaining, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> also, what, what people have been uh, putting up on YouTube now are, like, the full original like friars club roasts oh really and if you haven't experienced the comedy of don rickles yeah he's a good one. Oh my god he the only reason he could get away with saying really offensive shit was because he made fun of everybody yeah Ooh, maybe so he watch, could i'll have to watch some of those later uh um, so good so you know what i've been trying to find recently um mm-hmm. david burns snl performance recently Oh, yes. Apparently it was really good. Can't fucking find it anywhere. Did they take it off of the page on YouTube? Oh, is it on the official SNL page? It should be on the official SNL page, yeah. Because I'm like, oh. Because I saw it. I still haven't finished the Sacklin Bunch. Um, oh, but his his little part was awesome. That was really funny. Paying attention. And I was like, yo, parts of this song are like, I would totally listen to this if this was a, like a real track. Oh, yeah. Um, and just his outfit and... The part where they like superimpose him four times over and yep. like the thing <laughs> dancing, I'm like, that is so David Byrne. I love it. Yeah. I feel like David Byrne is the music is the musical equivalent of David Lynch now, I wanna say. Yeah, I could totally see that. And um, I don't know if you've been watching any of like David Byrne's just live performance in general, but basically what he did for stage production, that's yeah. how he's been touring. It's super cool. And I would I would go see him in a heartbeat. I know. He was um I think he was playing in Connecticut at one point. <clears throat> like in New Haven. And Blood on the streets of New Haven. Oh yeah, December nineteen sixty something, I think. Um, oh what a night! And I wish I could have gone because I mean it's David Byrne, and it's super weird because for a long time I just never had Talking Dead on my radar. Like I knew about mm-hmm. them, but I never really like listened to them other than like Burning Down the House, Psycho Killer, and that's probably yep. about it. And then. When I was this is in senior year, probably, um, I would lock myself in one of the ACC rooms so I can work on, I think it was, I don't think it was editing Herb, I think it was my short nature film, Placidity. Yes, which is an also great film. That, ooh, now that I have a computer that could probably do 4K work, I should go back and play around some of that footage. Um, ooh, yeah. But when I was working on that or some other projects, I would just, like, lock myself in one of the ACC rooms, hold mm-hmm. over to myself on, like, a Saturday, would hook my um, computer up to Bluetooth with the speakers in there, mm-hmm. and would just crank uh, Remain in Light. Oh, and then I was like, And then I was like, okay, now I understand Talking Heads, and now yeah. I really, really love them. <laughs> My favorite album by them is an album that is it's an unpopular opinion, so it's a it's a hot take. Yeah. But uh, Little Creatures is my favorite Talking Heads album. Um, that's where you get the song uh, "And She Was." Okay. And she was moving, and she was. That's, that's my my David Byrne impression. Actually, I could I I I do a pretty good David Byrne impression, because all I do though is I go, Oh heaven. <laughs> That's all I do. <laughs> Heaven is a place. That's all I do. I speaking in tongues is really good. Mm-hmm. That might be one of my favorites. Which one? Speaking in tongues. Oh yep, speaking in tongues. Speaking speaking in tongues. Yep. I I love uh, Stop Making Sense. That's just like one of my favorite concert films. Yeah. Of all time. We gotta have a screening of that sometime. Oh we yes, to, we, we have do. to find a place with a large screen and/or projector and watch. Yes. In, watch speaking in tongues, speaking in. It's not making mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> yeah, I I want us to start submitting herb to like film festivals and shit once this is over. I know that would be fun. Yeah, figure out a way that we can keep it under ten minutes. Yeah, just cut out the part where you overdose. Uh, honestly, that's safe. <laughs> I love how every I time bet, we right? every time we bring that up, that's like verbatim. The back Just cut and out forth. the part when I overdose. And, and then it's like end of conversation. It's it's like any any like uh, editing room in Hollywood now. <laughs> just take out the part when I overdose. Just take out the part when he overdoses. It, like like it's just natural talk, natural yeah, speaking. He's fine. He's fine. Don't worry about him. He's just overdosing. He's just ODing in the back. It's okay. Hey, have you seen Tommy? Oh yeah, I saw Tommy. Uh, he's in my backyard, dead. 
Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, well. I got him it, buried out back. His wife was calling him home for dinner. Yeah, he's not coming home for dinner. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, 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 I first put him in a cage you couldn't see through, and then that just didn't work out. So, yeah, he suffocated, and, uh, yeah, now he's uh, mulch. <laughs> the wood chipper murder. Dude. Are you familiar? Are you familiar with the wood chipper murder? Uh, no. The only wood chipper I'm familiar with is there was a Tony Hawk game where you could like throw your skateboard into a wood chipper and wood chips would come out. It was like a little Easter egg. You know, it's an Easter egg. You know Fargo, right? Uh, Coen Brothers, Steve Buscemi. Uh, I never seen it all the way through. Okay, then I'm not gonna mention it. Um, Yeah, but it's probably based on that a murder like that, I suppose. Yeah, there's part of it, and it's directly inspired. There, it's this. It's literally this famous, like, famous um, case where a guy killed his wife. Mm-hmm. I think it was his wife or someone else's wife, um, and put her body through a wood chipper. Oh and shit! I'm gonna read you a very quick synopsis about it because why not? And we're gonna gear up for our true crime episode tomorrow, which oh, will yes. be super super fun. Ah, yes. Hell Crafts was a Danish flight attendant murdered by her husband, airline pilot Richard Crafts. Yeah, damn it. Why do all, like, bad people have to be named Richard? Yeah. Dude, seriously, you're fu- like... You're fucked, man. I'm fucked. I hate my parents right now, dude. <laughs> Not even because of that, just because they took away my Xbox. That and they made me ugly. So yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> you're just you just go right to it. Yeah, that's 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 fair. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I, thanks, I zoned thanks, out for friend. A thanks, so, friendo. Um, here's the thing with this wood chipper murder because it, it's mm-hmm. again it's super famous. Uh, on the Wikipedia page, on the special edition DVD of the 1966 or 96 film Fargo contains a statement that the film was inspired by this case. This case happened in my hometown of Newtown, Connecticut, in 1979. Oh, shit, dude. Um, was it? No, it was 86. Yeah, 86. And my mother's God cousin, damn. who... He's retired now, but he used to be the um, detective sergeant of Newtown PD. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he was in there since, like, the 70s, being, like, a detective. And he worked on that case, which is Oh, wow. Yeah. So... My goodness. A little fun piece of, fun piece of history. Um... And now Woodchipper is outlawed in Newtown, Connecticut. Not really. Um. Did you know, fun fact, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri was actually based on a true story of a famous thing. Say it with me on three, two, one. Herpes. The landing of the flight on the Hudson River. Now. <laughs> what was it? Captain Phillips? <laughs> Captain no, Phillips. Captain, Captain Phillips was about the Hudson River landing. That's actually a great movie. I don't know if you saw that movie. Captain Phillips? That's a really good movie. Yep. Um, With Tom Hanks. I don't believe I have. Tom Hanks is one of those actors for me that really is just awesome. I don't know if you uh, saw Saving Mr. Banks. No, I didn't. Um, It's about the making of the movie Mary Poppins and, like, the Uh, relationship of... And Tom Hanks plays Walt Disney. Didn't you, um... You saw the Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers movie, right? Oh, of course I did. Yeah, that was... How was um, it? I cried in the theater. I saw yeah. it with Tom Knox, and I cried. Yeah, see, I have been putting off watching it because I I think it's going to decimate me emotionally, and I'm not ready for that. <laughs> yeah, you you need to really do it, like, at night so you can uh, go back to your dreams for, like, solace. Yeah, just be like, just take me away. Take me yeah, away. Yeah, if, if you watch that shit in the morning, you're like, I can't function all day. My whole life. On March 16th, Tom Hanks and his wife were released from the hospital. On March 27th, Hanks and his wife returned to Los Angeles following their quarantine. Because I haven't heard anything about T. Hanks. Because he had... Yeah, he, he was he really kind of like wife. He was really kind of like the first celebrity to pop up and be like, Hey, uh... I got it. What's up? Yeah. I got it, baby. I got it. And you know what I got. got Say it with me. Oh. <laughs> um... Have you seen? Did you see three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri? I did, and Frances McDormand. I want, I want to be her best friend. So it was good. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Peter Dinklage is in it. Ooh. Um, 
Shout out Sam Rockwell, who is an actor that I feel is very underrated. What else is he in? Uh, Sam Rockwell was um, the the guy who actually did the crime in Green Mile. Oh, okay. That he he looks like a serial killer. <laughs> oh, did you ever see Capote with Philip Seymour Hoffman? Hoffman? Uh, no. You should. It, it was really really good. I I don't know why that just popped out of nowhere. Because um, it's been a minute since I watched it. But speaking of Philip Seymour Hoffman, have you ever seen the talented Mr. Ripley? I don't believe I have. Now, that is a movie that you have to see. The main character is Matt Damon. Ooh. I just sounded like Oprah for a second. Richie, do you want to um, get a bunch of, like, Red Sox gear, put it on, talk like idiots, and watch The Departed with me? <laughs> yeah. Can we – can we – could that be part of the, the thing that we shoot? <laughs> we just walk around, yeah, I'd be in fucking Boston. What's your favorite movie? Mine's the fucking departed. <laughs> yes, that would be Dude, awesome. If you, if, what's your favorite movie? If you say Goodwill Hunting, I will break both your kneecaps. <laughs> don't make me get my cousin from the Bronx over here. Don't make me call Tommy. Don't make me call Tony Illuminati. <laughs> Tony Illuminati. <laughs> don't make me call Tommy Two Tone. <laughs> hey, nice callback. Thank you. You know, my parents saw Tommy Tucum. Really? I, I I don't know why. Like, I didn't know he, he toured. <laughs> I thought <laughs> uh, he just had that one song and that was it. Speaking of, like, people that my parents have seen, my dad, growing up, or when he lived in uh, New York, well, or was he in New York at the time? I don't know. But he saw, he went to the CBGB club. Yeah. And saw the Talking Heads open for patty smith oh i think you told me about that, that must which awesome. is fucking incredible because the night all i can think of when i think of patty smith is uh that short appearance that she had in uh bob dylan's rolling thunder review oh yeah and there was a uh an uh an archer and 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 he spoke in tongues and we live as one and i'm like dude shut up <laughs> Homie, chill out. <laughs> Homie, chill out. Stop passing the peace pipe, Patty. Because I, I just go up there and do poetry, but I basically just do 22 Jump Street. Oh, my God. Speaking of poetry, do you have anything you want to share tonight? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did, but I was like, you know what? We're we're on a kick, and we got some fun shit going. So Yeah, I, I forgot to find anything, too. So yeah. we'll, just, we'll just keep kicking this cat. <laughs> I don't know if you saw in the news, and just so that we're we're reminded we're not a political podcast. Yes, we're not a political uh, podcast. But Trump is now putting together a team of people to help reopen the economy. I did. One of the advisors on that team is WWE's own Vince McMahon. Wait, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) I am fucking serious. Hold on. I didn't... um... Please pull that up, because I will also go look and try to pull that up. Because I saw a picture of it, and it just looked like a bunch of old white people, and then his daughter. Because, you mm-hmm. know, of course. Yep. Again, we're not a political podcast. <laughs> but we are just hanging out. And staying yep. socially. Yep, uh, right here, as of four hours ago, from SB Nation and Business Insider. Um, Trump economic team includes WWE's Vince McMahon from the International Business uh, Journal. Also, uh, Vince McMahon is advising Trump on the economy after XFL bankruptcy. What the shit? Yo. Jesus Christ, dude. Let's not forget that um, the President of the United States is a WWE Hall of Famer, technically. Wait, ah, shit. He's like an honorary something. Right up there with Jimmy Superfly Schnooker. I don't, I just went through like a WWE phase like last month. Dude, honestly, same. Like, I've just been, like, watching YouTube videos. It's so fascinating. It is, because it's yeah, so they're... fake. Yeah, it's so... It's ballet. Again. When you look at it, it's choreographed WWE ballet. without the audience is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> and I will, yeah. st- I will I stand by I bet they stopped doing this. it, too, now. What? Are they still doing it, or did they stop? I don't know. I know they did WrestleMania, like, like that, I think. Or With something. no audience? Yeah, I think so. Um, oh shit! Let's see, WrestleMania 2020. This is now a WWE podcast again. We are not 
political, but we will talk about wrestling. Welcome back to Socially Distant Podcast. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> what about we snap into a Slim Jim? <laughs> Brother. Brother. No, that's another wrestler I entirely. I know. I'm just, I'm just going for it. Well, fuck you and get it right. <laughs> it was filmed on March 25th and 26th, broadcast as a two-night event on April 4th and 5th. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I guess they, they probably didn't have an audience for that. They better not have put it on pay-per-view. Let's see. Because, like, <laughs> really? Are you really going to put it on, on pay-per-view? On pay-per-view, the two productions were sold as individual shows with both available as a package deal. Um, and yeah. also, now they're doing WrestleMania in two nights? What is that? Like, right. it's one night of wrestling. Yeah, wow. I'm going to have to try to find a video of that. That's going to be awesome. Watching WrestleMania <laughs> just with no audience. That would be awesome. I I would definitely go to like a WWE <coughs> match just for just for everything. Same. I just let let's do it. Let's just yeah. fucking go. To, let's go to like an indie wrestling place when this is all over and like Ooh. just watch like indie wrestling. Dude, you know and what? Just get drunk on fucking PBR. When I was going through my WWE phase, I a lot of it was like. Cont- a lot of it was contemporary wrestling. <laughs> Dude, po- postmodern fucking wrestling bouts. I had to prepare myself to say that. But so, like, every once in a while, I'd go back and watch some, like, 80s wrestling. Oh, yeah. 80s wrestling is the best, and here is why. Watching it, there is no glitz, there is no glamour. There is a ring in the middle of an arena where it's dark everywhere else but the stage. And it's just packed with people watching two sweaty men slam into each other. And I'm like, this Perfect. is the most underground, like, dogfight shit. I'm like, that is that is the 80s right there. Just, I feel like it's in some skeeved out, like, bombed out neighborhood. And everyone just crowds underground and watches wrestling. So that's my, yeah. my contribution to society for the evening. We should, we should start an independent wrestling league. You want to? What would be your wrestling? <laughs> Fuck no. What would be your wrestling name? <clears throat> Ooh, I, I'd be, I'd be the, I'd be the, oh, the, the cow, no, I think my, I want my finisher, like, my finishing move to be the calibrator, and, like, I, it's, it's like a submission move, because you gotta calibrate it, you know oh what I mean? Oh my god. So, I could, I could be, uh, was it, I, <laughs> my wrestler name, uh, Ned Johnson, IT, the calibrator. The calibrator. But he's, like, this really buff nerd. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. And he just kind of, like, stumbles out to the ring. My wrestling name would be Steel Lazarus, and I just came up with that. I don't know what it means, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go with it. Steel Lazarus? Yeah. Also, I have a surprise for you coming in hopefully a couple days if my cameo comes in. Oh, but you motherfucker. <laughs> dude, I, so I, I did not do... I did not say who you asked for in the tweet, because you said Gilbert Gottfried, right? I did. So... Uh, he is about like a hundred dollars. Holy shit! Or even I didn't more. Know he was that expensive. He so on cameo Gilbert Gottfried. I love his cameos. They're so uh, funny. A, as a cameo, it's one fifty nine ninety nine to book uh, just Holy a video of him talking shit. to you. So for six dollars, guess who I got? Who? From all that, Lori Beth Denberg. <laughs> And she's going to have a message for you. Oh, jeez. So, hopefully, when it comes in in two days, uh, we'll be, we'll be, I'll be sending you a cameo of Lori Beth Denberg telling you a message. Oh, I'm so excited. Let's see, what did she do on all that? I used to, uh, real talk, though, she all did, that was um, awesome. She was, quiet, this is a library. Whoa, okay, yep. that's, that's And she cool. did vi- vital information. Oh, yeah, oh my god, okay. Wow. Vital information with Laurie Beth Denberg. That just kicked Dude, me back I missed that early... show so much. That was like the best show. It really was. Like that and the Amanda show were like were super. Oh, dude. Um. Oh the. Oh man, block blister. Yeah. Don't yeah. It's the Al Dente brothers. <laughs> they got meatballs. <laughs> Tony was it? Tony. Well, Mister Pajamas. Pajamas. <laughs> <clears throat> then Ra- uh, Randy Quench, volunteer fireman. Oh yeah, uh, coach, coach. Uh, who was it? Uh, Cal, Cal played the coach, like the really bad coach. Oh yeah. 
Oh, and then I'm repairman, man, 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 man. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, learn French with Keenan Thompson. <laughs> Remember, and he'd be like in a bathtub. Yeah. And he'd be, on les the duck bit my behind. Ah, like that was funny for kids. Um, Damn, oh, what else was really great on those shows? Uh, oh, Penelope Tate. Yeah, dude. Related to Sharon. Thank Tate. you, please. Um, Courtney. Oh yeah. I'm Wait, I'm the... Courtney. Hi, oh, Courtney. Nice to meet that. you. Sketches. Or was that that was the Amanda show, right? That was the Amanda show. Yeah. Um, you have the wrong number. You have the wrong number. And of course, that was Dan Schneider of all people. Yeah, doing that. Oh man. Wow. Okay. There was a um, a skit on all that season seven mm-hmm. six called the Spice Boys. It's supposed to be a parody of the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I had this thing like a joke. I think it was it was probably sophomore year that if I ever became a fascist dictator. Yep. My secret police would be called the Spicy Boys, <laughs> but it'd be S P I C E E instead of S P I C Y. The Spicy Boys, and uh, that would be B-O- amazing. B O I S, obviously. Bring your own spice. Holy shit! They had Naughty by Nature as a guest star on, as a musical guest. Yeah, they had a they had a lot of music like. Musical guests at the Boys time. Boys to Men, Missy Elliott, Spice Girls. Yep. Um, I'm trying to remember some other really funny sketches. They uh, they had they Sin- Sinbad, <laughs> Eric Andre, Sinbad. <laughs> did you say Eric Andre? Yeah, wasn't that a, a joke on Eric Andre? They had Sinbad on or something. Am I thinking I of think the wrong so. thing? Um, whatever. Yeah, he had Sinbad on, and I forget what he was doing, but he kept just like doing this thing. Oh, it was the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> spin the wheel and they spin it and it just keeps going and going going and he just walks up and goes, I'm gonna stop it here. <laughs> Move to North Korea, I'll do that. Evan- <laughs> like, Evangelos. My favorite sketch from I think Eric Andre is uh black Scientologists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that poop into what? Do what? <laughs> Dude, you know what the craziest thing is is that where they filmed that was literally like I used to walk there every day when I went to work in New York, <laughs> and I was like, "Could you imagine if they they were doing that when I was walking to work one day or like walking home from work? That'd be awesome." <laughs> My favorite part of that sketch is when uh, L. Ron Hubble was a black man. No, <laughs> yes, there is no hell. No, no. Oh, there, there's no hell. That's what we believe. Yeah, <laughs> like they just break. Yeah. There is no hell. <laughs> Take a poop in front of us and turn it into Y. His real name was L. Ron Hoyabembe. <laughs> oh man, what a what a character! Jesus, they did. Oh man, uh, another one of my favorites was um <laughs> when he like just strapped random like pieces of just really shitty electronics to him. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he would just go up and scan, <laughs> scan the guy. Excuse me, sir, you have a little bit of poop in your testicle. <laughs> Google, show me this woman naked. <laughs> Enhance. Enhance. Dude, he was so good. And I hope to do, like, some of that kind of stuff when we shoot. Right. Just That'd be super harassing fun. people in Boston. I mean, hey, why not? Exactly. We got, oh, we got to make release forms. God damn it. Oh, yeah, well, we could do that. Nothing I haven't done before. Yeah, um, I could type a release form. You could type up a little release form, get your typewriter. Get get my little typewriter out, little clickety clickety clackety. Ding. Ding. Did you hear what I just actually, said? Actually, I actually have no idea what you said. Uh, into your microphone, so to, I'm really scared. You'll have to listen back to that one. God damn it. I, dude, you know I don't listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll timestamp it, and then you have to you have to find it. Oh, man. You, you think it's ready to... Uh, you think we're, we're good to... Uh, yeah, I think take... R- Richie's ASMR was a great closer for the show. I feel very relaxed yeah. after listening to that. Right? So. Just ASMR typewriter noises? <laughs> and then it's like... Oh, j- j- mother- 
fucker. <laughs> just get really pissed off. <laughs> honey? Honey, do we have another correction ribbon? <laughs> honey? <laughs> oh, yeah, my wife left me six years ago. Right. Oh, fuck. God damn. <laughs> we just got dark. So, um, thank you everyone for joining us on this little journey that we just went on. I, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> yeah, this is this is one of those weird stream of consciousness episodes. I, I, like, I like those because like we had a really good episode yesterday. We have a really fun one tomorrow, and then just like right in the middle of it, let's just like let's just get real weird. <laughs> exactly. Um, so. I, I don't want to thank our first guest, Mr. Snodgrass, for joining. Oh no, dude, fuck him. So he's I'm long gonna, gone. I'm gonna I get my. Him, I put him out back. I'm gonna get our legal team on that. Um, well, I don't think you can now because he's he's dead. But well, we'll deal with the estate. Um, yeah. Because they'll probably be coming for us. So thank you everyone for um, indulging in our our stream of diabolical conscious and. Um, what up to all my cute Italian girls out there? If you're listening. Jesus. Um, I, how do you know if an Italian girl is mad at you? How? Oh, she'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so stay tuned tomorrow where I believe, hopefully, as long as everything goes to plan, we're going to have a super fun true crime episode where our good friend Megan and I believe also her boyfriend Trevor are going to walk us through a crime that happened at some point i don't know what the crime is i don't know who's in it i don't know when it happened we're all gonna just do it and we're gonna try to uh we're just gonna work through it and maybe libertarian richie could put on his sheriff's badge and uh maybe try to solve a solve a cold case oh i better dude yo we're we're solving the john we're solving the we're solving the the John Benet Ramsey case. Hey, you got it right. We're solving the Lisa Benet case. <laughs> I was like Lisa Benet. You mean John Benet Ramsey? <laughs> you mean John Benet Ramsey? No, yeah, Lisa Benet. Lisa Benet. Lisa Benet. Um. So on that note, everyone, thank you once again. You're the best. We are. Uh, we're gonna keep. No, thank us- you. Oh no, thank you. Oh no, thank you. Suck my cock. Um. God damn it. <laughs> so stay tuned for more cool things that we're going to have going on in the future. Some fun episodes, some fun guests. Who knows? Maybe we'll, I, I don't know, we'll, we'll do something cool sometime. You know? Do a little bonus content every once in a while. Do a little dance. Make a little love. Get down, down tonight. tonight. All right. So we're all going to go get down tonight. Hope you guys get down tonight. Get down tomorrow morning. Get down tomorrow real, afternoon. Real quick before we go. Remember when I started just making like those tweets that was just like the the syllable counts but then it just ends with get down tonight yeah. <laughs> i pull those up right now we're cute no, keep this fucking thing rolling we're going all right so ignore everything i just said you're not the best i hope you don't get down tonight because we're not done with the fucking show yet. someone getting the best the best oh my god that's a funny video um, oh, i gotta find it now where is it where is it Oh, man, I'm in February. Let's keep going. Oh, man, I remember February. It was back when we used to be able to go outside. Do you remember <laughs> Do you remember the outdoors? Ah, uh, man, I remember the outdoors. You know, you got to walk. They were beautiful. You got to walk out the doors to get outdoors. They were, they were beautiful. All 13 of them. Come on, load up. Keep fucking talking. Distract them. Um, so... I would just like to um, dedicate this episode to the rotting corpse of Mr. Snodgrass. And if anyone else drops in on our show ever again, I will personally, personally take a shoelace and wrap it around your pinky toe until it pops off. And that is not a threat, more of a promise, because... um, my uh, my weird cousin has a pinky toe collection. It was a little known fun fact, and he's he's gotten arrested about like thirteen times for it. For some reason, the fucker always knows how to post bail. He's definitely got some weird black market connections. I don't uh, know if you 14. knew this. I what? Fourteen times. Fourteen. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. Um, no I don't know if you I don't know if you know this, Richie, but the the pinky toe black market is actually a very yeah. lucrative business. Oh shit! Um, really? On average. 
13 million people lose a pinky toe yearly globally. And so Mm -hmm. there is, you know, obviously not everyone has health insurance. Maybe you don't have access to a doctor. So people go to um, pinky healers who have an assortment of pinky toes that you can pick from. And Mm -hmm. they are coupled with a sort of like a backseat doctor sort of thing, if you know what I'm saying, that can attach the pinky toe to your foot. Um, of course, oh, there, is a, there is a downside to this, that in order to get these pinky toes, they have to be removed um, from another human being. And I know you might be thinking, well, doesn't that just add to the 13 million people globally? No, because they're all from the deceased. And, you know, let's say, you know, Beth down the hall has a really nice pinky toe and your wife just lost hers in an accident. You can hire a hitman to kill someone and just harvest the pinky toe. Um, don't ask me how I know so much about this business, um, but I'm going to leave it at that. Real quick, if you start talking about that again, I'm going <laughs> to slap you harder than Logan Westfall. Oh my god. Remember when he slapped you in the face? All right, I have it here. So, I started with... Yeah, the, the time that I almost took someone to court. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> yes, because he slapped you in the face. Because he walked in and you said, what are these people doing here? And I said, they followed me. I said I was going to come to get my guitar and my sweater and I left. And I said, no one follow me. And then uh, a certain little boy. (laughs) He's not really little because he was taller than me and probably had more muscles than I do. But here's the thing. He's got a tiny fucking dick because um, he's a little bitch boy. And I can say that in pure confidence. So... Yeah. Please read me your tweets. He lend was me, banned lend from me campus. Ears. Yeah. Lend All me right. your ears and read me your tweets. I got it. So the 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 thing is, do a little dance, make a little love, get down tonight. So I did toast a little bread, eat it in your bed, get down tonight, huff a little paint, go massage your taint, get down tonight. And my favorite one is, eat yourself some drugs. Pee a little blood. Get down tonight. <laughs> Get down tonight. On that note, that is where we're gonna. That's where we're gonna slap this Weber. Oh uh, man, <laughs> I remember. I remember when I used to tweet stuff and I get like no likes. Yeah, now I remember when I used to tweet stuff and I got no likes, and now I get like two likes on a tweet, and my dick gets so fucking rock hard. I had a great tweet from last year because remember when Bust Down Thadiana was like big. I tweeted Brass Down Trepetiana and like no one liked it. And I thought that's a great fucking tweet. Guys, like my like my Twitter, okay? Like my co host. Yo, you ever see Moonrise Kingdom? <laughs> Attacked. <laughs> God damn it. Attacked but deflected. Right. Um, Alright. Let's wait? let's let's kill it. Are you done? Are we done? Can this be done? Am I please? done? Am I done? Are you done? Are we done? We're done. Um, Guys, bye. So, eat, eat cocks. <laughs> so yeah, as I said before, thanks again. Stay tuned for more cool shit. Uh, stay cool, stay sane, and as always, stay a simp. Socially distanced. <laughs>